The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Podcast for round 17. The shit dumper from Richmond Starburns is here, and I'm joined by Mr. Moral Victory Cookson. Hello. The head of the Geelong Cheer Squad, Teach. Hello. The number one fan of the Hawthorne 48% jumper, Penal. Hi there. The man from which we cloned Cookson from the dog's aunt. Hello. There you go. And finally, once again from the 7 Eleven on Elizabeth Street from North, we have Dan. Greatest intro in the world. Brilliant. <laughs> At least I was decisive enough to say one name instead of half of them. A fantastic intro akin to Brian Taylor on Friday Night Football. <laughs> anyway, let's begin with the goo or the tears. Who wants to go first? I'm going with the goo around Josh Caddy because no one has actually cited his skin because he played the fuck out of it. On, on Saturday. So, just a magnificent game by Josh Caddy. Did he 20 and 3? I think he did. Did he kick three goals? He 40 and 3. Ooh, even better. I think you made that up. Yeah, he got 30. He got like 38 <laughs> possessions, I think. He got close to 40. Moral 40 and 3. Yeah, he, he was he was fantastic. And Mitch Duncan. Ooh, goo, too. Who wants to go next? I've got oh. tears, actually. A certain supporter from a club that should not be named is having disagreements about how we talk about a certain club and just let them know that we will now speak about them in a fair and non-biased manner. This is that process should proceed the fuck off. <laughs> we all know what that means. Who wants to go next? Tears. Oh. Penal's got to go. You wait until Dan says something and then you say Penal's got to go. Oh, well, we're sorry. White Nining. <laughs> what do you think, Matrox? <laughs> <laughs> Dan. The whole round, round 16, was very, very lackluster. Probably the most boring round of the, of the year. I agree. I don't know. I thought there were some good yeah, games in there. The, der- the Derby in Adelaide was, was good. Everything else was shit. Well, the, I'll go to mine next, because that was my goo. The showdown was fucking epic in every single way. And the fact that I had to switch off at halftime to watch the Richmond's and Gilda game, which was nowhere near as good, was highly disappointing. Penal. I've got heaps of goo for our performance on Saturday night. And I mean, I've had to refill it because... I was running on empty after the game on Saturday night. It just went everywhere. But, you know, that was one of the greatest team performances of, of all time. Just the way we dismantled the fucking colder faggots. And, yeah, they really took it up the arse, as Aaron Riley would say, on Saturday night. You just defended half your supporter base. Cyril, yes, Cyril 20 yes, and did. 3, which we love. We love Cyril having a good game. That was so. better than 10 and 1 prediction from last week. <laughs> He was listening, Dan. He was trolling us. Took what I said on board. and yeah. Yeah. We're making so, Cyril play better. We're doing better than Alistair Clarkson. Yeah, Cyril made you, all of you guys eat your words, and Cyril made me eat my own goo. So, <laughs> you know, great, great game. 
Hey, I, 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 I was on Cyril's bandwagon, you know that. Yes, you were, Teach, one of the few. Yeah, but you're the most fickle person on here. You're on every fucking bandwagon. If you're not There's on a the wagon ban- that you're not on. Yeah, if you're not on the bandwagon, it's not a bandwagon worth building. No, but again, I agree with Penal. I mean, when your team smashes another one, like the way Hawthorne did Sydney, even the guys you know, on the end of the list do well. The kind of downhill scare types. Oh, the, the Cyril Riolis, who normally only get 10 possessions, seem to bob up when the team no, smashes another it's, one. Because it's, so harder, it's, it's harder to 20 and 3 in a good team because just, in a good team there's more players around to spread the load with. Just remember, Clint Jones is 20 and 3. So Cyril's about as good as him, really. Lots of people have 20 yeah. and 3 as that thread shows. And it's good to see Wingard closing in on the season 20 and 3 and hodgepodge moving the goalposts before that happens. <laughs> that did amuse me, actually. Ants, the last one. Um, I got meh. I, I kind of agree with whoever else said that. I thought the round was kind of dull. You didn't get a bit gooey over Cramery making Stevie J look like an idiot. Oh. Stevie J does that. I thought we we're, were disappointing the game against Geelong. We flat. I know, but that was a pretty funny moment. That was funny, but it wasn't enough to get over the insipid performance that we put up against Geelong. Well, let's transition to that one first because yeah, the Bulldogs were disappointing after the ten goal fight back the week before that was just amazing. Yeah, we had some injuries. Yeah, we came back from Cairns, but other than Dalhouse, no one turned up. Tom Boyd continues to be disappointing. Nineteen. <laughs> Year old kid. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I know, but I mean, you had so many inside fifties, and you just didn't convert. That was um, a lot of that was just bombing forward, and your defence basically had a field day. That's what they do; they intercept and they covered up the concerning you. It was kind of back to the dark days of McCartney's old game plan, which was just win the ball at the contest, which they did, and then had no structure or effectiveness going forward. And we we were very effective going uh, forward. I mean, too bad that you let a potato like Motlop have a good game. He, t- he turned it on a quarter. I think there was a stat that came up halfway through the third quarter. It was like 11 inside 50s to three for the quarter, and Geelong had scored three goals from their three, and the Dogs won from their 11. That's, yep. That was the game in a nutshell. Pretty much. Bulldogs have a rather embarrassing stat now, too. What's that? They are the only team to have let Tom Hawkins take a bounce in a game. Really? So you were asking me about tears earlier? There you go. <laughs> Letting that fat cunt run. So he managed to run far enough to take a bounce. That's what I find very surprising. Was, if I'm not mistaken, that was when he got the handball from Stevie J on the ground. He had an open goal and no one close yes, to him, but he yes, managed to yes. run in, take a bounce, and kick a goal. That's that Ross Gibbs tackling someone-esque. Is that seriously it his first happens. career running bounce? Apparently he tweeted it, so yes, it must be. That's like seeing a unicorn. <laughs> I, I knew he was fat, it's but like I didn't know he was that fat. Did he need the oxygen tank afterwards? Did, like, <laughs> like the NFL players just... come off the ground? <laughs> Stop breathing in the mask. They've been keeping him on a diet of broccoli and, and string beans. Bullshit. So uh, he's losing weight. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> he's, on a, teach, he's on a seafood diet. He sees food and he eats it. But yes, that was his first career bounce. That sums up the doggy's day, I think. Yeah, I, I can't disagree. I've got a bit of a theory on why the Cats were able to win and why Caddy in particular played so well. I think it was with, without Selwood in the team, Geelong are a better side. Because Selwood is a selfish player. He just makes it all about me, me, me. And he loves to, you know, get the umpire's attention, make sure he's racking up the Brownlow votes, which is stifling the development of their youth, their young players, you know. It's Judd-like, is it? Without... Yeah, Pen- oh, shut up, you stupid cunt. wrong. I had the same theory. Yeah, and without Selwood there, the younger players play well when Selwood isn't there to make it all about himself. So 
That's my theory. And I think they should actually trade him to Essendon at the end of the year for a couple of high draft picks because he's about as effective as Adam Cooney these days. Well, that would be a great trade for both clubs because Essendon need a fucking Ruckman. So they're just, let's give them more midfielders. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you just need to have, get a fucking knife in your head. <laughs> well, that's always the answer. Like, you can't take the boy out of East Geelong, but you can't take the East Geelong out of the boy. When did we fucking you, invite you, you, Soggy onto the vlogcast? Well, East Geelong can move. You just, <laughs> you just, you just take the paddle stick. It can be wherever you want it to be, <laughs> except east of Geelong, because you can't have that. <laughs> it's a fucking nice place, you dickheads. Is this compared to the rest of Geelong? The ship or in what? the East Geelong Harbour is safe, but that's not what you're <laughs> <laughs> Is that everything on that game? I did like Stevie J rising and getting smothered by Cranberry. That was pretty funny. Like, if there was ever an indicator that Stevie J's lost that many yards of pace, it's that Cranberry could reel him in like that and smother that ball in the space of probably three steps from Stevie J at snail's pace. He's finished, he's cooked. You called it last year. Well, have you I noticed? did. I watched a, it was one of the t- 40 shows. They talked about how hungry he is when Geelong players are having a shot from the boundary. <laughs> crack the sads Stand next to him and it. demand they handball to him and then get all sooky when they, yeah, crack the sads when they ignore him and have a shot. <laughs> His vlogger is reaching new levels this year. He's becoming a boomer, isn't he? He's definitely becoming a boomer. At least, though, in his defence, he was a good team-orientated footballer for about 12 years before he became a boomer, whereas boomer's always been a boomer. Really? I know, I've never seen SJ as a team footballer. He's always been all about him. Why else would you take those snapshots from the boundary? He's just good enough to kick him. He's still been a selfish player where he could have probably squared up someone in a better position. No, but in his defence, if he's a cert for it, then he's better than trying to hit the target. He had Mooney and Hawkins and some other spuds, so it's better him take it than those spuds. That's true. Mooney couldn't kick a goal from 10 metres out. Let's go to the showdown epic, which was the game of the round, probably a game of the last month even. It was fantastic. There was everything. There was even the timekeeper trolling the puffer fish. 119. Yeah, Juice T picked that up. That was fucking golden, like stopping on 119 to go because of the uh, time delay, but it was a good game. It was It was a proper game of football, one where you could actually sit down and enjoy, mm. which has been few and far between this year. It was exciting because it was tight and it was full of talented football and oh dear the puffers the puffers are fucked well they've been fucked for a while now yeah. what this means though with Geelong and Adelaide winning is this um, draw two points of theirs is going to come into the equation at the end of the year but who's it going to benefit more do we think it's going to disadvantage teams lower in the eight but it's only going to disadvantage them if both teams are there because theoretically one could have won the game and they'd be ahead anyway probably um, Adelaide because we're shit yeah do any of us think Geelong are really going to be in the running they're hanging in there but well when I said that I really meant Adelaide I was just throwing a <laughs> token Geelong bone at Teach. No, he doesn't even want a Geelong bone. He wants some Geelong knife. No, we're rubbish. We're he's rubbish. On the, he wants a Hawthorne, back. Richmond, and fucking North bone. Yeah, I've got one leg on the Hawthorne bandwagon. I've got one leg on the North bandwagon. And my cock's on the Richmond bandwagon. So. Why? Because Richmond are fucked. <laughs> Um, well, good thing to see. I didn't think Adelaide had it in. I thought they would be still down from last week, so good on them. They proved me wrong. They've shown us something, and it's good to see that the season isn't lost for them. Good result for football, I thought, that one. Good story, and uh, I think Adelaide could be a real joker in the pack for finals. I don't think they'll win the flag, but they've got more of a chance of fucking winning the flag than, say, Fremantle do. So do you reckon but... they're a chance of taking out Richmond in the first 
West Merrill. Yeah, so they, they <laughs> look like the sort of side that maybe like Fremantle in 2012 or Port in 2013 take out a side the first week or the second week, a side that thinks they're a chance, and like they run up into Adelaide, who are playing almost on emotion, so they won't be consistent. Then They probably won't be consistent enough to win four games to win the flag, but they will knock out a couple teams along the way. Like it depends if they play at home. I don't think it'll matter if it's Richmond. Anything else on that game? We don't want to talk about the Port Flog trolling with his Guernsey? Oh, yes, with the uh, Geelong Dangerfield Guernsey. Mm. Oh, yeah, that Muppet. <laughs> Well, it's going to bite him in the ass. Apparently, Dangerfield's not going anyway. But the troll worked. It was a one-game troll. Yeah. It's expensive troll. He must have paid a fair bit of money for that. I mean, what a dickhead. At least, if you're going for a troll like that, make it one you can reverse easily, like a jumper, throw it away, not a fucking tattoo on your arm. <laughs> it's Maybe he bought it from, like, fucking, you know, those Target or Kmart footy jerseys that cost, like, 10 bucks and aren't actually efficient. Uh, yeah, maybe, probably. You know, that might have been that, the cheap troll right. for him. I would think he'd probably buy it from a Geelong supporter, judging from their board thinking, oh, he's going to sign. Yay. <laughs> Let's move on to, yeah, Penal, we're here. Hoof smacking the colas. It was fun to watch. So, Peter, we were talking about earlier how even your 22nd best player did all right. It was an <laughs> even performance. Yeah. yeah, I thought Angus Litterland is probably the 22nd player on the, in the team coming in as uh, the late change did reasonably well. Yeah, is that what you're referring to? No, uh, that, um, what's his name? So, um, Cyril? Cyril. Ah, uh, Cyril. Cyril. You, you mean the guy that was ranked as not only uh, top five in the team, but top five in the AFL by the official player rankings? Fucking, there's let Hodgepodge on how many, how many beans did you win on the power player rankings? Don't, is that like power rankings? consideration no. players cashing in on easy mm. victories. He downhill skied that game. He did, yeah. Serial, is that like um, uh, Coco Pops? <laughs> uh. Oh, I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> Dangerous ground. Uh. <laughs> yes, do you want to have another go at that one? <laughs> I meant to say crunchy nut cornflakes, but... It got stuck in my fucking head because I've got boxes of Cocoa Pops in my cupboard that my kids eat. It was bloody good, though. I mean, um, and Thank look, you. Hawthorne were just, oh, they were just amazing. They were. They were. They're going to take a world of beating. They really are. But as we saw in 2008, you can be that far ahead of everyone else in the competition. But if, when it matters, someone gets you, you know. And 2012 yeah, is a lesser example of that, too, actually. But no side this year is as good as Hawthorne were in 2008 or for that matter as good as Sydney were in 2012 because they were a good side too it's not like they lost and fucking choked to Port 2007 you know you'd say that now but you just never know it was a lesson in how to play football well on uh, Saturday night Ruffett had a mixed night he was fantastic in his game back five goals and he got a bolt up a bump yeah <laughs> it's scraped all over his back it's nasty uh, what the fuck happened with that what was, was going on with that is that thing even doing there let's be honest there's the reason why there because Mike Fitzpatrick has a stake in it because he's a corrupt cunt. I mean, it's not fit for football. It's fit for a fucking cow paddock. That's it. No, they should never fucking play there again. And Fitzpatrick can't force them to anymore either. The Swans are determined that once that deal is done, never go back. And the AFL should not actually act to make that happen. Even well, if the... they play big clubs like no, Collingwood or... The SCG holds 47,000. No, the, SC... the Swans haven't yeah, drawn been more than that for a long uh, time. The ANZ contract runs to the end of next year, but the Swans and the AFL to some extent 
percent want to actually tear it up at the end of this year. So basically, only one or two finals, depending on how well Sydney do. So Sydney that was the last there. AFL game we watched. The, the last home and away game, probably, but there'll be one more final. It's yeah. disgraceful. Like, what are those fucking bolts doing there when you think about it? Because the other sports they use that for, the ground isn't that long. They don't need whatever it is in front of the fence there for those grounds, surely. Like, what the? F- be some what type do they of, need uh, fucking bolts for? They don't. Shit. They don't look like they even do anything. They look like they're just there and no one bothered to take them out. Like, rusted over and... Where's the chair? Apparently there's a chair there. There's a chair in there. <laughs> and a beer as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Open just... wide, come inside. Apparently it was a chair. A chair that was bolted into okay. the... Um... Should have kept the fucking chair and, there. Yeah. I thought it was worth mentioning that I think um, someone made a thread on this during the week, but uh, in the space of sort of six weeks this year, we've handed Lyon his biggest ever coaching defeat. Longmire, his biggest ever coaching defeat, that. and and Ruse himself. So, you know, it just shows you that we're playing football in the right way and smashing all these fucking and cereal's just jumping defensive on the teams. So Cereal's eating his wheat picks. If you're a purist, if you like football, you should like Hawthorne. Get on our bandwagon. Except Teach. That's not even gooey because that is legitimately true. Hawthorne are playing the best football of anyone at the moment, and as long as they're playing it, they're watchable and more watchable than anyone. I'm on, I'm on, you know. I'm on. <laughs> yep. Uh, we, we don't want you because we'll torpedo our bandwagon, but everyone else, come and get gooey with the Hawks. It's like the treehouse in The Simpsons where it says no homers or something. No, no teachers. <laughs> no teachers. <laughs> then LW jumps on, no, we're allowed one. <laughs> Kurt Tippett, yeah, he's fucking shit. He is. That's oh, all. Isn't he just? He has been a massive pile of stinking but shit. Is he the Stephen O'Reilly of this decade? He might be. Oh, he must be. Like in every way. Tippett, we've got... Can't even get a game. He's better than that Tippett. I, I saw some uh, Swan supporters on the main board trying to claim people bagging Tippett was injury trolling, but no. He got injured in the fourth quarter. He was complete dog shit for three and a half quarters before that, so the, the criticism is warranted. He's an overpaid potato. So is that who um, the Hawks supporters were booing then? Oh, I think the, the Swans fans, because obviously there's no Hawthorne fans because they don't go to games. <laughs> so the Swans fans were booing Adam Goods. I don't know why. <laughs> Also, did anyone like read the article that Adam uh, Wayne Carey said that they should trade Tippett away? Yeah, who would take him? Like the only clubs I could think of that would take him are teams who are that desperate for a tall forward. They're looking for a Tom Boyd, but someone who won't actually develop into Tom Boyd. You know, will actually just crash a pack and stand there. They want a Chris Dawes. He's a Chris Dawes. I know a team play. that's good for selling a uh, crap overrated players to, and that's Geelong. I mean, honestly, we got picked twenty one for Stanley. Swans oh fuck off! Dan the man is he's a fucking Oh, come on, um, I, I can uh, get one I, better and say we traded Liam Jones to Carlton. Ross Lyon has gone after Hoke, Jack Revolt, Jeremy Cameron, and a few others free have all been linked to over the years. In the end, it would be hilarious if, to replace Pavlich, they got stuck with fucking Kurt Tippett. But he would probably work at Fremantle somehow. I want him to go to Geelong because something about Hawkins and Tippett <laughs> in the same forward line would be hilarious. It would be the slowest, fattest forward line of all time. Well, one supplies the pies and one eats them. <laughs> Oh, you can get fucked. We're not taking him. I mean, can you imagine Sydney's sell pitch to another team? It's like... Would you like like $700,000 worth of manure to stink up your ground? Richmond would say, no, we've got that out in the car park. No, no. (laughs) They try and sing him out. They go, half tater, half tater. Half tater, half tater. Half tater. 
Potato, potato, potato. And Hawkins said, mmm, potatoes. <laughs> I think Sydney's best chance of getting rid of him is maybe to say, like, well, he played one good game once in 2012 when he was at Adelaide. Mmm. Maybe he'll do that again. <laughs> Let's move on to on Friday night. Well, there wasn't much out of this game except North rolled Essendon, which I think most of us were pretty happy about. There was a, a chance of Lowell North early on, but... Nah, but, never in doubt. But unfortunately, James Heard, the master coach, decided, oh, Todd Goldstein, he's playing so well. We won't even bother to pick a real opponent for him. We'll just let him do what he wants. What the fuck is it they've um, picked Giles on their list yet? <laughs> they haven't actually played him yet. Giles was serviceable at the Giants. He had a best-on-ground performance for the Bendigo Bombers over the weekend. Too. It's like of all the t- times when all your ruckmen are down, yet you don't play him. Mm. <laughs> play Carlo on the ruck. I mean, <laughs> it's Gold, James said though. He's just an idiot. Goldstein, Goldstein is a smoky for the Brown. Well, that's all of a sudden the back of one three-vote game, which he should absolutely get. But you know, yes and no. I reckon he was Scott Winder, eh? Nah. See, the problem Scott Winder, a midfielder that's going to get thirty-plus votes in his year. Five, as long as he doesn't get suspended, will cakewalk to. To his, to his brown would, You'd would think, think so, but you never know. He has fallen a bit out of form. And... He's got yeah, one more strike I, I, as well, hasn't he? Getting back to Goldstein, that was probably the most purest, most dominating performance I've ever seen of a, of a Ruckman in a, in you a game. You could say that of almost a player, because Ruckman can have a dominance that other players can't. Mm. And he did everything. And yet you'll still have the peanuts on the East Coast telling you, oh, no, not Nui and Sandalines, <laughs> they're just as effective. They're just West as Coast, you mean? Influential. Uh, no, Goldie's, Goldie's the best. He, he's, Clearly. He's all he Australian Ruckman. Yeah, now that Munford's injured, he definitely game is. Out. Oh, you did mention you mentioned Munford, didn't you? You toolbag. It wasn't yeah, even but... warranted when he wasn't even injured. It's been Goldstein from round one. <laughs> I'd like to state I've been on the Goldstein bandwagon all year. It's the good. first I've heard of it. Well, good on you, Cookie. <laughs> I know. I called Brownlow's early, man. I'm just that good. Fucking listen, listen to Teach enabling other people getting on bandwagons. How many people in your tipping comp there, Cookson? I have six in one of my own personal That's ones. more than five. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. He's, so he's, he's his competition is six me. times yours, Teach. Doesn't matter if one of them sues. Not that I'm saying one is, but I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, that's nothing. I'm coming second in my one-man tipping comp. <laughs> Anything else on North versus Essendon? No, it was a pretty average game. There was nothing. Yeah. The first four games, every team kicked less than 100 points. Ben Brown looked pretty good, which made yeah, me wonder yeah, why I, he was I, dropped I, I the door a couple weeks ago. Through my head. BBB, big bad Ben Brown. Kanye did some things too, actually, that weren't bowling people over. Oh, yeah, guy that wrecks everyone and doesn't touch the ball. Yeah, he's been good, hasn't he? So, how did Higgins go? He was good. He hasn't put a foot wrong since his first practice game. It wasn't his best game at North, but he played some good ones. But he was served. Oh, yeah, you're serviceable. It wasn't like the game where he 20 and forward or whatever. It's it's, it's more than what a lot of people predicted no, he'd do. No, well, he's caught on the park, which is... I think I tipped he'd kick about 30 goals this year if we go back to early in the season on the Flogcast. What's he on now? Probably 40 already. <laughs> no, not quite. No, he's probably 30 already, too, again. No, he's had a good year. He should be in, in the AA squad, you well, would think. Well, he's outperforming Rioli, who we've heard all this goo about. Yeah, clearly, yeah. Let's move on and... Well, Richmond St Kilda was a bit of a non-event. The showdown was going on at the time, so if you weren't a Richmond St Kilda supporter, you're watching this, I don't know why. Yeah, I wasn't watching this game. You kind of ran out of gas, didn't you? I actually realised I meant to say my tears this week were Richmond not putting teams away, or not playing four quarters, because we should have put them away at three-quarter time, and instead, we didn't get the percentage that we really, really should have really needed. Did you go? You don't go to dome games, do you? Not unless it's a home game, no. Five, you didn't go to the game. Poor form, Fifey, poor form. That's Paul, that's Sue's life. So how did Delidio go? He's best on ground. (laughs) 
That right. troll doesn't work as well. Yeah, he, he's 20 <laughs> in 3, or 30 in 3 even, I think. I don't think he went as well as Mundy, though. Well, who'd Mundy yeah, play fucking Carlton easy. in the shit fest? So who are the best players? Well, Jasny's friend Mav well are 20 and 3 as well. Like, this is just, the 20 and 3 bar is not very high. He kicked some Well, no, it's bad. not. That, that's, that's where a fat plotter comes yeah. in. <laughs> I was genuinely happy that Hardwick made some good selections this week. He bought Lennon and McDonough in younger players who have been stiff not to get more games this year. He fucked off Stevie Morris after one week. He... I'm Hampson. glad he kept Hampson because he deserved his spot. That annoyed me, but to be fair... He's we now should, your number one had no other. No, he's not. We had no other he tools. Is. He's not. He had a better game than the marriage. marriage. spent half the game forward. You didn't watch it. We put a first oh, gamer on Hampson and he still sputtered it up, so that should tell you how good Hampson played. Yeah, no, Hampson will go out as soon as we have two tools available. Unfortunately, we don't. Of our three Ruckman tools, we only have one currently. We'll probably, after Vickery's suspension, get him back and we'll have Marek Vickery and he'll go out. But McBean has to play next week against the Dockers. Regardless, they have to have an extra tour. But other than that, I was happy with the first three quarters. We put him away early, but then we didn't consolidate, which shitted me. But other than that, St Kilda had some good signs. Um, McCartan, the shit truck, finally kicked a goal. Actually had a good game. Woo! I'm surprised Plugger hasn't arced up about that, because, you know, he showed a bit this week, as opposed to his previous two games. Uh, too busy on the cricket ball. <laughs> I was going to say, Mark Greybath, great bat, just had he a was, comeback. He was, he seriously had a back up shit uh, this week, plugger. He was just uh, he was Hence just name. so upset with himself. Anything else on that game, Cookie? You were there. You didn't get there on time. I didn't get it on time because the trains were fucked on the Frankston line. Thanks a lot, Teach. You and your stupid trains. But yeah, I, I mean, blame was... for the trains. You get there early, you dickhead. <laughs> I left two hours early. I've been on the Frankston line before, it's scary. Yeah, well, I'd rather the Frankston line than the Danion line. Yeah, what? <laughs> or out west. Go to fucking, like, past Footscray or something. Yeah, well, I have to take both of them, so cheers for me. Yeah, so it, was it took science. you two hours on the Frankston line. Where'd you come from? Fucking Sorrento. Cheltenham. How can it take you two hours from Cheltenham? Because the trains were fucked. Teach was a driver. <laughs> Crashed it. He thought it was a Tiggy train and he was going to derail it before the game started and it was the wrong train. Found miserably. No, I will say, it was very nice to see a lot of people wearing purple and all that at the game, too. Yeah, I had no idea about this purple thing and my only comment on the game was, what the fuck was with that purple jumper? It looks horrible. And then I found out later it was, um, yeah, I was like, oh, I felt bad. It was like, um, you know, Dan with the Lol North kids wanting them to starve. <laughs> <laughs> It was a really good initiative, and it was uh, pretty emotional for for Nick and Jack Rewalt. And um, I think that everyone served it really well, players and supporters. We did mention Plugger before, and I will mention this before we move on. I did notice he was saying how conflicted he felt about the fact that St Kilda were wearing purple because of his Frio <laughs> hatred. <laughs> I, th- I believe he did say he was conflicted, and he was a little bit, you know, in typical Plugger fashion, you know, oh, I can't stand they're wearing purple. But yeah. Does he hate purple more than he hates the Australian cricket team? Don't know. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, Ross Lyon is the devil. He's hurt him twice over, but let's move on to the next game, which, well, Collingwood for once weren't brave. West Coast... Well, they're sort of brave. Well, not really. Five-goal loss when West Coast didn't kick straight. They still, they still lost. Yeah. Apparently, um, West Coast lost the um, umpiring. Though Collingwood were the moral victors, and... Um, sorry, I always get that wrong. <laughs> West Coast were the moral victors, and they weren't happy. Boo? Mm, boo. Lots of boot. 24 to 8 free kick count. That was, uh, yeah, well. What, 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 was, what were those stats? 24 to 8. 24 to 8. Well, maybe they could, oh, you know. Oh, for fuck's sake, you're joking. Well, now West Coast uh, and know how everyone else feels when we go to Subi. Oh. 
Yes. Cookie, you're the most you're the most favoured team by umpires in the AFL this year, or at least you were until Roby decided you weren't anymore. Um, uh, I actually agree with Cookson. Uh, cry me a fucking river, West Coast fans. It's time you got some of your own wet medicine. So the world's smallest oh, well, I still want the just, game. Just, yeah, just so you wait. Know. Fucking, we all know how much Hawthorne are loved by Stevic and the likes, so just you wait until it comes against oh. you. Bring that back. I fucking oh, mashed a button for the first time this week. I mashed a button on someone for being fucking racist against Stevic and, like, calling him a fucking, you know... Yeah, all Green the maggot is not derogatory. They're pretty good, though, the West Coast, yeah. got to say. They, 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 uh, they deserve they their win. They put away Collingwood the same way teams like Hawthorne could not. Yes. Oh. Are, you, are you just trying to wind up... No, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering what he's got to say about that. Yeah, that's because... Uh, that's because Collingwood didn't have Cloak. I mean, you, you can't compare that. Did Collingwood have Cloak when he played you? Oh, it was last week where he did nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, against the Puffers. Against against yeah. us, he was fucking hitting blokes in the head and kicking blokes in the head, like pulling a teach all, all game. Yeah, Isaac Smith still got the... Have the you, seen, and have you actually seen me play, have you? No, you just keep talking about fucking kicking blokes yeah. in the head when everyone default, falls your default action. You're, you're a leg sniper. So, yeah. That's why I think you're Travis Cloak in disguise. Um, let's let's move on and to the last three games, which there's not a whole lot to say. The Suns versus Giants was a decent game. Two things out of this game: Gaz is just Gaz is brilliant. Like that goalie kick with the smother. If anyone saw yeah, that, was good, and just oh, some of the other things he did in that game, it was just like he makes watching the Suns a worthwhile exercise, even if the game's not good. Though this one was decent, and the second one was the goal umpire getting. Bowled over by uh, Stephen May. So, so like, did did so uh, just... the goal umpire rip the hamstring? No, the no bone? broken arms or anything. <laughs> like they breed them tougher in the AFL than they do in the BFUA. Clearly, I guess that's the difference in the leagues. You know, difference in bone yeah. density. Exactly. Um, like, no, no, in no ketamine in the um system. Yeah, in the AFL umpire. That's all right. Get on the endone, man. <laughs> I hear it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> but yeah, Gaza was brilliant. I'm a Giants. They are keep winning, so they so they're probably a smoky for the eight or could. Yeah, they're, they're hanging on. They're hanging on, and if they win just enough games, they're probably three or three or four away. If they can, I think their draw is actually decent enough that they could make it. No, they they have one of the easier yeah. draws, so they are in, in for real chance of beating Richmond in the first week of the finals. Not by and get <laughs> fucked. Um, we'll move on from that game and. Hang on, they play the fucking Cats next week, and they're going to get fucked. Nah, uh, Scott's going to join the Coach Killers Hall of Fame um, next week. But yes, uh, let's move on to... Well, Melbourne skied purely because Brisbane is shit. We can skip this game entirely. Worst please. game this, ever. This was the shittest game well, of the year. Once again, both teams really, how can you say No, this was the worst of game of the year. Points. But how can you be... Yeah. I kind of agree. Um, only kicking eight goals for a game is not downhill skiing. But yeah, well, it is because they were never challenged. It's it's downhill skiing if you're yeah. Melbourne because normally you kick like fucking five or so six. So Melbourne or something. were on the fucking toboggan on the kiddie slope. I mean, it's the <laughs> kiddie slope. That's not bad. <laughs> Change the rules if you kick. And Jack Watson's mid- going. It's going too fast. Goals, it's going too fast. The only thing out of this game that was anything worth a damn was Jesse Hogan. Once again, individual performances seem to be the story of this round. Hogan four goals, dominant. Everything else was shit. 
We said last week, I mean, if you've got a marking forward against Brisbane, you, you yeah. cash in. I was going to say, yeah. Tom Boyd kicked yeah, four so goals against the pass mark Brisbane as well. Brisbane. <laughs> That's he the got pass. the pass mark. Jesse Hogan gets a pass. I didn't watch this also game at all. Brisbane so. is a pass. Well, you, you, you've obviously found something better to do with your time because there was not much to see in this game. It was it was Paul Roo's football versus probably one of the worst lists in the comp. Decimated by injuries. I think I uh, I think I flicked over it to what, at one stage when it was like fucking 20 to 10 in the last quarter or something, whatever it was, and I said, fucking, I'll come back when the uh, showdown's on, thanks. I was, um, I was tidying up my bedroom and then I had a wank. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Surely not over the game. Let's move on to the final game and look... Apart from Pavlich's scheme, poofs were unconvincing. Anything else out of that game? I believe we should be fair and unbiased and not review this game. Next. Next. Well, I reckon, you know, they just keep winning, so... They let Carlton kick eight goals. Their defence isn't very good. Yeah, maybe they're just going through a bit of a rough patch. At, at, at the same time, neither Carlton nor their opposition kicked 100 points, so we should move on. Yeah, good point. Let's move on. But, um, Mundy did all right, didn't he? Well, Deledio was better, you can't. Let's go to the talking points, and we're going to bring back the Flogcast fix, because there's been a lot of talk this week about congestion and the state of the game, and I guess we're going to ask, is it a problem? Does it need fixing? And surely we have a better solution than David King, who thought it would be a great idea to bring in fucking last touch out of bounds between the 50 arcs. Here's a fucking idea. Stop fucking with the rules. <laughs> yeah, Let okay. the game evolve. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Are there another game in the world that tinkers with its rules more than ours? NFL, but that's more technical yeah, they do rules it, but and it's shit. Different. But is that even a game? It's fucking a spectacle where they're for four hours they stop and start and throw the ball, change teams. Fuck that. But job. no, like I don't feel congestion's a problem. I think bad football styles are a problem. But we've had bad football styles before, and Geelong broke that the first time. The first floods. Bad teams play bad football, you know, and that's always and been the case. doesn't win flags with this style no. of football. Yeah. No, and so he's, he's probably not going to do it again. But I mean, the far better football teams, they play really attractive attacking football like no, you, yeah you just look at all the younger teams and all that they're now not rebuilding to be defensive they're rebuilding to play attack i mean the doggies are an attacking side we're an attacking yes. side now the yes. giants attack yes, yes. Oh, a couple of years ago yeah it's cyclical if it ever gets to the stage though where it is so bad and you can't watch it i hope they don't bring in some contrived zoning bullshit because if it ever gets to that stage then they've failed like if you want players to stop gathering around the ball then introduce another ball and play with two balls. Obvi- <laughs> you like, like that. Obviously, it, it didn't work for Bruce Jenner, but for 99% of males, oh. two balls has been fine. So <laughs> Maybe the ground announcer go, multi-ball, multi-ball, multi-ball. Well, something else just, just to get players away from the football, like introducing, like in a video game, you have random objectives scattered across the ground. Like you, a you mini-game, find, basically. You, yeah. you, it's like, like Monopoly. You pick up a chance card that's randomly on the on the ground somewhere and it's like woo repayments on your housing whatever uh concede 50 meter penalty and uh david hale won second place in a beauty contest (laughs) kick a goal you know (laughs) something like that chance go ahead kick a bag on ryan sean makers i reckon you're on something there panel because uh when you play the pennies and you get the triple ball effect you know it's far more exciting than when you just got the one ball in play i think they should give the players an assortment of drugs pre-game i mean they're already coked up as it is, oh. but get them during the game, all drugged up. No, not performance enhancing. Just some cocaine. Give some cocaine. Give some marijuana.
marijuana. Give some MDMA. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Dane's want to be just the same. Yeah, he just nothing. What would be? What, you know what it'd be? It'd be 92, 94, 95. Maybe, West Coast anymore? <laughs> maybe it's the uh, LSD speaking, but I absolutely love that idea. <laughs> Maybe put some dwarves on the field and you get points for setting fire to them. No, we don't no. want to give Secure advantage. <laughs> yeah, we don't want Clinton Jones back in the game either. You don't need to set fire to them, but it would be funny to see him getting thrown. <laughs> I reckon we've gone way off. So, <laughs> oh, Coco Pops. <laughs> Better than David King, though. Yeah, well, David King, the same guy who thought that St Kilda wouldn't win a game this year. What are you up to? Four games? Five. Five games, yeah. He thinks that a rule that was shit in the nab three years ago would be good now to fix a problem. Like, ugh. Anyway, all of the ideas we came up with were better than that because at least they haven't tried and failed them. Can we just get rid of David King? <laughs> the North supporter says that. Suze is going to tell you to stop eating your own. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's the consensus on the, the North stop. board regarding David North King. North don't no eat their own, Dan. What do the neutral scene? He's a colossal. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> David King. Oh, he's a wanker. Stick to betting on the nebrising star king toss spot. To the next of the talking points. Apparently the Crows are looking at Simon Goodwin, who's been earmarked for the Melbourne job. So technically, do we feel there's anything wrong with that, considering he's effectively got the Melbourne job that the Crows could come knocking? Uh, well, until he gets the Melbourne job, he doesn't have the Melbourne job. Mm, well, he's got one yeah. hand on it. Like, they're going to give it to him in a year. Is this a bit like Sheedy, how he was going to give the job to um, Choco, Choco, and then he held on for an extra That's year? That's true. It could be. But I don't think Ruse is going to hang around. Like, he's there's only so long you can blame the player and everyone else for things. True. His ego can't handle. Mm. He'll hand it off and then you'll get to blame Goodwin. He'll probably have an eye on his win-loss ratio. When it gets to a certain level, he goes, nah, I'm out of here. Yeah, step down mid-season. Oh, shit, it's nearing 50%. I reckon Goodwin uh, would be pretty good, actually. We're not really talking about how good he'd be. We're talking about whether it's right that the Crows are approaching him. Would he have a lot of good wins? Ha-ha, 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 ha-ha. That was very bad. Yeah. That was fucking shit, Is that all you've got? Let's go to another couple of coaching issues before we move on. Essendon are reviewing Hurd's coaching position, and he broke his non-disparagement agreement, apparently, with the AFL as well, but they're not going to act on him. But can you imagine if the AFL broke that agreement? Hurd would be suing quicker than... Tanya's notepad would be out like that. Oh, yes. Tanya's typewriter just go fucking up in smoke. Is that over his ordinary individual's comment? Yes, it's over ordinary individual's comment. It's pretty generic. Yeah, but he said they were at AFL House. Like, technically, if they said there's ordinary individuals coaching Essendon, he would rage like so you can see why that's ridiculous but there is ordinary individuals coaching Essendon yeah but he doesn't think he is because he's full of himself he's a psychopath do we have anything on his position at the end of the year like I think this is a clear statement that he's fucking gone he's gone he's the fucking reign of terror is over and he can Is his contract up at the end of the year? No, he's got one more year, but they've signalled rebuild, so they basically have to start at the end of the year. Is he the one who's going to see the rebuild through, or are they going to find a development coach to fix Do you know he's not going to jump? That he will want his contract paid out? Yeah, I know. They, they, they'll have, oh, yeah, to, they'll yeah, have to pay it out. I reckon he'll definitely They'll have to pay it out, but really, out. they've paid $2 million. They've paid for him to go to France. They've paid for all this other shit. Surely you'd pay to get rid of him. But knowing Essendon, they'll fucking extend his contract. Well, then that's more lost no, for the rest north. of us, but... I reckon that he's gone. He's fallen out with Paul Little. I reckon yeah, no one there gone. wants him there anymore. I, they can't. They, their club would almost fold. The fans have started to turn yeah. on him as well. He doesn't pick a Ruckman for point. fuck's sake. He says, go ahead, Goldstein, take your three votes. I mean, he's one really big smashing away from being sacked before the end of the year. Uh, they wouldn't do that to their hero. I don't know. If, if, I don't, if, yeah, if, I don't know. Considering St Kilda inflicted it, if 
say Brisbane did <laughs> or Carlton. The knife's being sharpened. Caligula's about to get stabbed. In the Can you imagine back. Carlton got their biggest win over the year over Essendon? Oh, that would hurt. That, that would burn. That would be it. Yeah, they'd be setting fire to the stands. Yeah. That would throw the needles onto the field. They would stab him with the needles, every single one of them. They'd be embedded in his back. He'd be like a fucking reverse porcupine. They'd be still deluded flogs saying it's... it's oh, there always will be, though. the stress of it all, and, you know, Watson's gonna, now going to retire because AFL have bullied him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but who gives a fuck? History won't remember that argument. Give the Brownlow back. Yeah, yes, give the Brownlow back. <laughs> give it to Koch and Mitchell. Fuck, give it to Chris Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing to do. <laughs> oh, it still burns. It still burns. And finally, burns. the last bit of coaching news. Well, apparently Tony Shaw's been linked to the Carlton job. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. <laughs> Did Eddie leak this, or is this Eddie's idea? No, as someone said, I think enough people have said no to Carlton that they're looking at anyone who has any experience. So maybe they'll look at James Hurd at the end of the year, too. I'm seriously waiting for the base 13 thread of Tony Shaw tells Carlton to go and get fucked. <laughs> there is one. Oh. That's why I read this news. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So yeah, apparently, and he did tell them to go and get fucked. But he had a sook about the James Heard coaching accreditation that it keeps people out of the role, and it's just like, well, Tony, you weren't really getting the job anyway. Surely Carlton aren't that dumb. Like they'd be better served getting Ratten back. What do you mean, Tony Shaw's not that dumb? You mean? No, Carlton aren't that dumb. Tony Shaw's definitely that dumb. Just get Jeffrey Edelston to pick the coach. <laughs> he'll pick himself. No, he'll, pick, he'll pick some busty blonde. Well, it makes me want to watch their uh... presses. <laughs> lean over the mics when get asked a tough question. I was like, well. Sorry, I forgot. Mm. What do you think is breast? I mean, best for the players. <laughs> <laughs> Caro would have a new punching bag. She'd hate it. She'd have two punching bags. Put him. Uh, nothing else on Tony Shaw. Wasn't he a shit coach anyway? Yeah, he was. He took him to a wooden. He spoon. ran into a tree. Yeah, he ran into a tree. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he had a he had a bunch of potatoes to work with, so I wouldn't be too hard on him. Yeah, because yeah. after him, uh, Malthouse won a premiership. Yeah, like eleven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, eleven like years, 10 years later. Twelve years later. Ten years later. <laughs> Let's go to the questions. When we kind of covered this, first one's from Red Mist. The Bolt report is the Bolt from Jared Ruffhead's incident. The get out clause we can use to stop playing AFL at this pig hole. For mine, that's a yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, a player got injured. And it looked ugly. It tore his jumper and you could see the shit on his... Players Association should be all over it. And this isn't the yes, first time agreed. ANZ's been under the pump. All right, that was pretty easy unless anyone else wants to weigh in. No. All no. the nuts and bolts are covered on that one. Mr. A wants uh-huh. to know, now that Serial has responded with a 20-3 and three and took some hangers to go with it this week, so you'll bag the shit out of him. Will everyone shut up and admit Penal was absolutely correct in saying Wingard is a poor man's Rioli? Hashtag um, Again, no. I mean, as we covered earlier, when teams thrash another team, even the downhill skiers have a good day. Yep, exactly. No, I, I endorse I, that completely. Wingard is in all-Australian form. He plays through the midfield, which Cyril doesn't I, do. Well, he started at the fucking centre bounce. He's not the number 22 player he's at Port Adelaide. He's top 10. Shut up, shut up, guys. Let, let me put it this way. Right, right. Cyril is, let's say he's... Coco Pops. <laughs> I was about to say, how you how you talking with a mouthful of cereal and goo in your mouth? No, if if cereal is Coco Pops, then Wingard would be rice bubbles, just a boring vanilla. <laughs> uh, Flavorless version of the Cocoa Pops. Wingard has snap, crackle, pop. Cereal <laughs> is like Fruit Loops, and Wingard is like fucking just right. So Wingard's got substance and cereals all flash and sugar. Yes. I've got it, guys. Wingard is all brand because he shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise we were a serial endorsing podcast. I will endorse anything. Bandwagons, fucking East Geelong's casino boats, whatever. If uh, any of you blokes fucking listening work for Coles, just send me the check, thanks. 
Kale loves you, me. And finally, this one at the moment, who is more concerning up there running with the Hawks, Fremantle, or Sydney? This one came from Jose. Fuck off, Jose. It's Frio. Frio. In, in an unbiased manner, I select Frio. John Longmire uh, still has a coaching style that's proven it can win a premiership. Ross Lyon has a coaching style that's proven it cannot. Frio lost in Tessie on Hawthorne's home oh, ground. So I'm, I'm going with Sydney being more concerning because they got absolutely fucking belted by Hawthorne. I'm uh, agreeing with Coco Teach. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, second part of Jose's question as well, which is uh, what will happen to Wambat when the Hawks win by 150 against the Eagles? I imagine someone will get in his face after they run into an open goal, just like Mickey O. He'll need to have a few burgers before the game. <laughs> he could do without a few burgers. Have you seen him recently? They'll have to be on alert is, in the uh, um, cereal aisles. Daniel got fatter, has he? <laughs> <laughs> that guy literally looks like he'd take up three seats. Is he bigger than the old Bulldogs cheer squad guy? Yes, by a long way. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Really? Because that guy was fucking huge. You need to look at him. 2005 him is like one of those weight loss ads. That is the after shot. And now is the before. Wow. Because that Bulldogs so guy, I remember when they do the, you know, the cheer squad bring up the banner and you have like 10 scrawny cunts holding up one side and the fat cunt on the other side. <laughs> it's like tug of war or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a tent pole. He's like a fucking anchor on a boat. <laughs> Cocoa Pops. <laughs> Let's move on to this week on the Bay. Thread of the week. Look, I'm going to nominate one right off the bat. It was been a slow week, but wasn't it great to see the power rankings pop up on the Bay? Refugee Roby has found a home, and it's Bay 13, and we've opened our arms, I think. We're more respectful to it than the, the main board vloggers. Yeah, there's been no chunky mashing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, between the power rankings and teachers' team, we should honestly be raking in the cash. <laughs> Don't you mean beans? Beans, dough, same stuff, really. Well, well, how about we start betting I cereal? I love the fact that um, South Melbourne Dimmies has followed Roby over to the Bay and posting his Roby yeah. review. That's uh, just Dis- gives dis- it dis- Chunky Chicken decided that because uh, it was on the bay, it was no longer worth his time. We didn't want to uh, fucking listen to Fat Chook anyway. <laughs> who, who did the thread surfaces more fit to play on than in the stadium? Mr. A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll vote for Mr. A. Hey, He's been he, pretty he good. Should, he, he should really change his name because, like, it keeps reminding me of another Mr. A, and, you know, that's scary. <laughs> Every every time every time I see you know Mr A likes your post or Mr A replies to a thread you know just kind of yeah, Mr A posted you on Facebook it, it it makes me feel a little uncomfortable so please change your name you'll never stalk alone that's very true he needs to plug that name plug in was it Power Rankings no. or Mr A's thread yeah, 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 I think Power Rankings has honourable mention to Geelong versus Western question mark I thought that was a funny thread. Ruby wins. All right. And Flog of the Week. A bit more open. I'm going to go Mr. Black Flag for... Black to Black? Oh, yes. Black Flag. Black Flag. Fucking wanker. If you're going to suck about your your Flog of the Year badge, then... Really? If you're going to suck about your Flog of the Year badge, then don't be a Flog that gets whatever percentage of the Bay it was to say you were the biggest one that year. Fucking either rein it in or don't. Or just melt and disappear from the Bay like one of Yeah, exactly, or disappear from the Bay like one of did. (laughs) You should be more like Tazhawk. Now I fucking, I don't really like Tazhawk, but at least he wears the Flog. Those are words no one has ever uttered before. (laughs) You should be more like Tazhawk. At least he wears the Flog of the Year badge as a badge of honour. 
and kind of owns it. You know, that's the one like semi redeeming feature the about him. Never like, about it's because he's a complete moron, but he doesn't bitch about it. So I think we should give one to the. Uh, I was browsing from cricket forums and I found a user called Grape Batch. <laughs> I think he should be for the week. He's also got a name, Plugger Thirty Five. Oh well, doesn't he just fucking leave with his chin? That's what you get when you're a Kiwi that lives in Perth that supports St Kilda. <laughs> Fucking hell, could you do any worse? Yeah, my vote goes for Black Flag. Yeah, Black Flag. Yeah, Black Flag. No poll last week because I just forgot about it and I'm sorry about that, so... And this week will be easy. We're going to ask you what your favourite cereal is. <laughs> Next week's games, and we'll begin with Friday night, which is Hawthorne Carlton, I believe. Oh, oh, oh Jesus Christ. I'm not going to watch this. Surely this is the last no, there's one. There's upside to this. There is an upside to this. Hawthorne play really attractive football. Glasses half fucking full. Fifey on his Friday night band. No, 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 no. Like, this is actually one I wouldn't mind seeing because I think on Friday night football we could see 186 beaten. Yeah, I reckon you're right. But you don't need to see that live. You can loll at that after the game. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, that's true. I'm going to... You're I'm... flip-flopping there, Teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be great to watch. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to watch Man's it. convinced me this could be better off on a Saturday, even if it were. 200 points or whatever. I'm going to organise dinner out that night because I just don't want to see the murder of, you know, small children on Friday night, which is what's going to happen. Caleb Daniel's not playing, man. <laughs> yeah, Eva is fifey. Yeah, he's... <laughs> oh. Geelong are going to get the fucking shit smashed out of them. We're talking about Carlton. Carlton. We're talking about Carlton, Carlton and Hawthorne. Oh, that's whatever. Just had a teach well, Geelong, moment. Geelong are going to get shit smacked out of them too. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't think we're going to break any records. I think we're going to try and rest a few players and maybe win by, I don't know, 40 points or something. Uh, so, so like, um, it, it will be a boring Friday night game, I think. Are you going to give your lower-ranked players a chance oh, to we, run through the we're middle? We're going to give our um, fucking stars, like Cyril Rioli, give him a rest. Oh, He's played every game this year. Give him a rest. We don't want him fucking pinging his hamstring against Carlton of all teams. I oh, know that Cyril loves a good bowl of cereal too. You just never fucking quit, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the best you can do? Everyone else has been taking pot shots at him about cereal all episode and penal cracks it at teach. Yeah, you can't. Now, Cookson, you can say GWS versus Geelong. Not nothing. Uh, yeah, they're going to get fucking smashed on <laughs> the shit. Giants for me. As I said before, Chris got to enter the Coach Kills Hall of Fame. I mean, is Joel Salwood playing? He's back. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. Ant's theory. So are, we, um, so are we up there at uh, Mount Druid, are we? Yep. You're in the place better than East Geelong. <sighs> no, I reckon we'll knock him over. Cats. Cats. Giants by 50. Points. <laughs> you are such a fucking hater. Especially with Selwood back in the side, I can't see them shutting down the GWS midfield with guys like Trelaw and Shield and Smiths shoveling it out. Yeah, we'll get fucked. <laughs> Adelaide versus the Suns. Well, the Crows are back. I think they'll win. Ooh. In Adelaide? Yes, it's in Adelaide. Adelaide then. Suns are a shocking football team, so Adelaide. Crows. Oh, I'm tipping an upset to the Suns. They haven't lost to the Suns yet, the Crows. I think they're still alive in the last team, so that would be huge if that happened. Dan. As terrible as the Suns have been this year, I think they've been a, a better side with, with Ablett. That's a good segue Back. into the next game for about Richmond Frio and then, isn't it? <laughs> I think Adelaide will win pretty comfortably. This, I don't think Gold Coast can challenge them over there. Richmond Frio at the G. Frio are concerning. Pav's only kicking goals against shit teams. Well, you go the game. Yeah, begrudgingly, but Will Hampson play? I'll be very annoyed if we lose because I know I'm not 
going to be in. Of course, he'll play. Schedule. He's Richmond's number one ruckman now. He's not Richmond's number one ruckman. <laughs> they can't fight. afford to, to drop him now. I can't help but bite on that one, but he's not. I reckon Hampton's doing all right for you guys. You should he's gone. He's marriage. been he's been serviceable, but he will be back. Why to the are you begrudging this second. man? He's actually yeah, what's, what's wrong with Hampton? Yeah. Have you seen him when he gets the ball? He, he might have missed some easy shots of goal. He misses every shot of goal. He hasn't punched anyone like that. Spud Vickery. Leave him alone. Vickery's probably kicked more goals than any forward you've got. How many goals he kicked this year? Ooh, somewhere in the twenties. You've got someone in the thirties, don't you? Jack Stringer or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Forgot about him. Yeah. No. I think we'll win. Frio. Ballantine's out for the season. You know they're running out of ways to kick goals. August for me. Didn't Richmond like smash the shit out of Frio last year? No. This year. I've just brought up the stats. Sorry to labour the point five here, but I've just brought up the stats. Vickery has kicked a total of eight goals for the year. Sorry, twelve. Twelve. <laughs> 12 goals in 8 games. Oh, really? So, uh, he's so getting Boyd's out. kicked more goals he's, than him this year. He's appeared better than that. Boyd, he's got him covered. Yes. If you can kick 50 So, um, games, this is where he goes, so Hampson, yay, I'm back on the wagon. <laughs> no, I'm never on that wagon. We get goals from our mids anyway. They like to rest forward. And Ben Lennon was good with three goals on the weekend, so. Yeah. You're making more excuses than teach. Oh, fuck off. We'll win. Anyway, who else has got a tip? Frio. Tough to go for Richmond. Richmond, Frio or shit. Yeah, I'm going for Frio, but if you can kick 50 points, you're a chance. Essendon versus the Puffers well should be an easy kill for the Puffers it should be Paddy Ryder return game though I was going to say it's the Ryder Cup isn't it yeah. this will be a fucking hopeless game but I reckon yeah Puffers will get up yeah Port Puffers yeah have to go for Port Wingard to 20 and 5 Port will win Wingard to 5 and 0 because he's just <laughs> vanilla rice bubbles and <laughs> useless player next game is well now we can say it Boomer Harvey to become the worst 400th yes. game player of no. all time oh, I, I, I want the ultimate North. <laughs> the ultimate the North. Uh, this has to, it has to be the ultimate lol North. North to lose the unlosable. So... Boomer's 400th game and the beta meltdown and, and the big footy servers on Amazon to fall over. Did, did anyone notice just recently, I think late afternoon today, Boomer came out and said he'd be the last 400 game player and he says he wants to keep playing so he can get the record. I mean, look at the oh, fucking so... arrogance of this guy. That, I read that article. See, see the way after you said... That was the no. heading of the article, but if you read it in its full context, he was referring to players who come into the system now who have to do, you know, full-time training, meetings, all sorts of shit. Well, he's making excuses for... When he ha- played, it's hard. when he first started yeah. playing... He oh, he, he's just like making it all about himself, as usual. He's no, an no, arrogant no, no, fuckstick, because no. <laughs> Liam Shields is going to play 500 games. He's the big-headed, bloody bastard saying he would be the only one that would get to 400 games. He started playing in 96 anyway. The training wasn't that much different. No, come on. They were only training like three or four times a week. That's how much they train now. That's how they train now. You can all shut the fuck up because he's a fucking champion and exactly. uh, he, he deserves to be crowned as a 400 game player and uh, maybe he will get the game's record because he's teach, fucking teach. brilliant. Is, is he I'm, the I'm worst just... 400 game player ever? Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase Teach, and I know it's not the exact quote, but, I mean, his name's Boomer, and anyone who's named Boomer, I mean, he's a cunt. And because his name's Boomer, and because Boomer's a cunt, Brisbane are going to win. Yeah, I'm going to go Brisbane too. I'm going Brizzy. Surely the, the penny has dropped. You can dropped. all get fucked. North are going to win. The penny has dropped, and North will cakewalk. They will Cocoa Pops this game easily. <laughs> but how often over the past, you know, three, four years have we said, oh, North have finally turned the corner, the penny 
Penny's finally uh, got up for North. A bunch of false thorns there in New Richmond. They won't lose for, for Boomers 400. North traditionally do well in milestone games. Yeah, but every milestone game recently has been quite shit for their team. I mean, Dustin Fletcher's 400th. I mean, yeah, but that's Essendon. Swanee's 250th. Oh, stop playing the African kids. We did that shit last week. <laughs> I bet they still haven't had a feed yet. <laughs> Oh. Maybe you could feed them cocoa pops. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Bulldogs versus Collingwood. Dogs will win. Pies will be brave. This is a big game. I reckon the Bulldogs are going to rebound and win this. We're going to get a couple of players back from injury as well. Hamling and um, Fletcher are going to look like coming back, so our back line is going to be strengthened because Roughhead was pretty shocking last week. So. Will Cloak have any running bounces against you guys this week? I think Cloak's got a, had a hamstring. So if he has no, a, they're going to let Jesse he, White do it. <laughs> no, but Jesse White is actually reasonably fast. He just can't kick or no, but he can't or bounce. He lacks the coordination. This else. is the thing. He's actually going to have enough chances to bounce it properly and have it come back and take it again. Yeah. You've got to go with the dogs at Eddie Had. Yep, you have to go for yep. the dogs at Eddie Had. And Collingwood supporters won't travel like 1K down the road because they're lazy shit trucks. No, they're not Richmond supporters. They actually go to Eddie Had. No, they don't. They didn't go last week. Well, every other Bulldogs game I've been there, they'll... They do know how to catch the train. So that's... <laughs> I get there. They get defeated by the mic key system. They're that stupid. If that's everything on that, let's move on to, well... I didn't even tip. Okay, sorry. I thought everyone had. No, it's all right. Go ahead. My tip's not important. It's fine. Well, do you want to stay on the bottom? All right. Uh, Collingwood, just. All right. Does anyone give Melbourne a chance? A few weeks ago, we said if it was MCG Melbourne, St Kilda Melbourne would win. I don't think that's the case anymore. I'm going to tip Melbourne. I'm not. I'm way on St Kilda. Science for me. And again, much like the Brisbane Lions one, just because it'd be better for the bow. <laughs> Moral victory for the Saints, though? Oh, for Mel- sure. Mel- Melbourne are a chance, but Great I think they'll be they'll Melbourne. be scarred following that last game, and I don't think they know how to beat the Saints, so Saints will win. Plugger will be crying into his Cocoa Pops. <laughs> What's the New Zealand Cocoa Pops? Cocoa Pops! <laughs> <laughs> Did everyone tip that? I didn't hear Cookson. No, I'll go for St Kilda. And finally, West Coast versus the Colas. I, so... I, I, I didn't tip, but that's Sorry. okay. That's fine. Sorry, I, keep, I keep thinking everyone has no. because we start talking about Cocoa Pops. It's not important. It's fine. No, come on, Dan. Tipping competition. Yeah, Melbourne. It's a venue tip. If it was at the Dome, I'd be saying St Kilda. <laughs> All right, last game of the round. West Coast versus Colas over in Perth. I think West Coast win this. West Coast. Going. Just in West. case Starburns forgets me. West Coast. <laughs> Went first. Yeah, West Coast. I'm not usually a betting man, but $1.63 odds for West Coast is massive overs. Like, they should be huge favourites. So there's good value to You reckon should put be... all his beans on them? Put all your beans on West Coast because well, they are going to annihilate the Swans. Although... No Kurt Tippett because he'll be out injured. Probably would have been dropped anyway because he's that much of a shit truck, which might actually help the Swans kick a score. But West Coast have such a good forward line themselves. Even if the Swans forward line does function this week, probably won't be enough. West Coast going to win easily. Sydney versus the Boo crowd. Oh, okay, yeah. That could get ugly. And they can say, what, we boo everyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope Goods doesn't kick a goal and then run up to the first row of the Eagles uh, cheer squad and then have to deal with Fat Daniel. So <laughs> that's... that's... <laughs> Has everyone tipped? Dan obviously did. Did everyone else? Uh, yep. I went with the uh, wet coke. Did you say wet coke? Yep. Okay. You can't really snort that very well. No. You can mix it with your cocoa pops. <laughs> All right. So this was the vlogcast for round 17. Starburns joined by Teach. Bye-bye. Cookson. My preferred cereal is Frosted Flakes. Peanut. Is that the best you can do? Dan. Bye-bye. And Ant. Just like a chocolate milkshake. <laughs> Only spat out at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.